0: Welcome to this episode of the Pick Your Path podcast. My name is Emily Davis, and I am the Community Workforce Coordinator for Blue Earth Area and United South Central Schools. This podcast is to give you a quick overview of different careers. Today, I will be speaking with a real estate broker. To start off with, would you like to tell us your name and where you work?
1: Yeah, my name is Brad Hagen. I work at Brad Hagen Realty here in Wells, Minnesota.
0: Awesome. So at um, Brad Hagen Realty, um, what is your occupation?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually licensed now as a Minnesota uh, real estate broker and have been licensed in that capacity since 1999. Started out in 1997 as a salesperson, which is required by the state of Minnesota, where you work for an existing broker for a minimum of two years, then took my broker coursework and testing, and then again started as a broker in 1999.
0: Okay, awesome. So um, what is the the difference, I guess? between a broker and a realtor.
1: Okay, yeah, correct. Um, a broker and a salesperson okay. really are the differentiation there. Um, okay. The broker oversees the activity of all salespeople within the office. So uh, ultimately, uh, they're responsible for the actions of the salespersons and of themselves as broker, of course. But yeah, the, the realtor term, really we're all Realtors, uh, if in fact we are members of the Realtors Association, pay annual dues and monthly fees. So, uh, yeah, those two terms are oftentimes interchanged. Uh, some brokers are not realtors, quite honestly. Some salespersons are not realtors, unless again they subscribe to the MLS, multiple okay. listing service.
0: Okay, and then um, as a salesperson, is the distinction really you just aren't the broker? You're not like the lead of the team.
1: That's correct. Okay. Yep, salespersons and brokers. The 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 daily life of both is about the same. Uh, we go about showings and purchase agreements and offers and negotiations and closings, but ultimately, uh, working with buyers and sellers. But ultimately, you know, if there is. Uh, some issues that arise, uh, the broker uh, pretty much just steps in and uh, works with the salespersons or the other real estate offices involved to resolve the conflict.
0: Okay, awesome. Um, So you kind of talked about this earlier a little bit, but what level of education or licensure is needed for both the salesperson and then also the broker?
1: Right, well, uh, really uh, the coursework High school graduation is, is encouraged, although I don't believe it's required. To be honest, uh, they then would take real estate coursework, usually during uh, through an independent source. Uh, back in the day, it was called uh, Kaplan, and uh, you know they offered weekend courses. They offered week long courses, depending on what you or what courses worked for your schedule. Uh, it could be done in as short as one month uh oftentimes three months for me i took weekend courses while i worked a full-time job during the week uh went up there on early saturday morning took classes all day saturday classes all day sunday did that for three months and Mm -hmm. then you do have to take an exam a state exam and a federal exam primarily uh it's the legal elements of real estate so essentially you become part lawyer without full licensure of course and then of uh, course two and three to complete your coursework are more of the hands-on day-to-day elements of real estate and, and then after you complete course one course two course three and two exams you're licensed as a salesperson so uh, it's my understanding now I don't believe it was the case back then but it's my understanding that now they offer this through you know, two-year colleges, four-year universities. Oh wow! As, as part of you know a business coursework, I think it's part of the school of business with a real estate emphasis. Uh, because my thought was, my goodness, we did this in you know one to three months. <laughs> yep. Uh, how can they stretch this out over two to four years? But mm-hmm. uh, it sounds like again you get you get more of your business background and management classes and so on, which really when you take the real estate classes through an independent source there is, really isn't any of that it's mm-hmm. more or less law and then how do you handle a transaction and away you go
0: okay and then after that to be a broker is there additional classwork, or is it just an additional test
1: uh, it, there's you take a broker's course again through those independent sources and yeah it's it's a lot of the same legal that you took for your salesperson license uh but then it takes it a step further. And then of course it talks about uh, day-to-day operation as a broker and what you might encounter that you wouldn't encounter as a salesperson.
0: Awesome. Um, All right. So then after you have all that education um, and you're ready to go out into the work field, is there a typical work day or is every day different?
1: (laughs) Every day is very different. Uh, (laughs) You make plans and it doesn't take but till 10 o'clock the next morning and it's something different. So, uh, and that's kind of what I like about it, to be honest. You never know what you're gonna come into, good, bad, or otherwise. Um, but yeah, oftentimes, at least in my uh, my case as the broker, I try and give my sales persons and I've had as many as seven in the office actually over the last 20 years. Oh, wow. um, um, I like to give them every opportunity to have what's called floor time in the office. Which means they're there. They're the primary contacts when the phone rings or somebody walks in the door. They have the first contact and first opportunity to you know to gain a relationship with either a buyer or seller that comes in. Okay. So my right now, my role I guess is to you know be in the back office or work from my home office and uh, be in communication via texting or email or phone with the agents if questions or problems arise. But for the most part. I spend a lot of time at the computer working at my home office um, throughout the morning. I oftentimes try to get there uh, when, right now, Lori Fetty is in the office. Take When she takes her lunch break, I try and cover when she's out. And then when she comes back, we catch up with what's going on during the day. And oftentimes we spend the afternoon, you know, together. Now that, like somebody calls for a showing, of course, you could be out you know for two three four hours showing houses so then i would try and cover as best i can but with communications and technologies today uh it's you know you can be reached on at any point Mm -hmm. day day or night weekends evenings uh and and i guess that's one thing about this job the flexibility is certainly something that uh, is appreciated. However, with that flexibility comes those off-hour projects, you know, so 7 o'clock at night, you know, 2 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, those kinds of things can come into it. And for me, when I started, I was single. That flexibility wasn't a problem. After getting married, having kids, you know, sometimes those scheduling issues with kids' basketball games or family vacation-type things, uh, the real estate world gets to be a little bit, too accessible quite honestly uh but we work through it and as long as you have a good relationship with the other agents in the office usually you know one will cover for another if necessary and and it works quite nicely
0: awesome um so then for everything that you just listed that you go through basically on a daily basis is there an average salary range is it based on commission um or is it really all over the board
1: (laughs) Yeah, it can be all over the board. Uh, it is a commission based industry. Um, and that's what's hard about getting into the business and starting up is, you know, you get your coursework done, you get your exams passed, you get your licensure, you find a broker to work for, and uh, you begin working. And uh, usually you're ambitious and you get out there and, you know, try and uh meet new people and get listings but your first paycheck may not come in you know realistically for a couple of months Mm -hmm. uh and and yes on average i guess i've always said if you put in about part time which i would say is about a 20-hour work week um might be opposite another job might be just your part-time job while you're at home with family on your off hours um it could be anywhere from 15 to twenty thousand dollars a year Okay. Uh, on an average, if you really put the time in and end up working anywhere from 40 to 80 hours, because there are those weeks, you know, uh, and that it's probably going to be somewhere in the 40 000 to 50,000 range. Okay. Um, but I've always said the amount of time you put into it is going to be your financial gain that comes out of it. Um, and uh, I think there's possibly, you know, uh, an image that. Um, you know, you go to the office and people just come pouring in the door and paychecks and commissions just come pouring in the door. And it's, it's, uh, it's not always that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in Minnesota, small town, rural Minnesota, especially during, you know, the cold winter months, uh, things can slow down. Um, but there are good buyers and sellers that, uh, you know, want to buy and sell. 12 months of the year even in you know small town Minnesota.
0: Um, So what is your favorite part of your job?
1: Well I guess again the flexibility because I do coach golf and so I need to get away for golf practices and Mm -hmm. golf meets. Uh, Of course I uh, my son's now in college my daughter's still in high school and I like to be able to step out of the office and go to golf meets or volleyball games or basketball games or or family vacations or getaways. So the flexibility for me is big. Uh, The people I still like working with people, Uh, architecture, flexibility, and I guess the variety that comes with a daily, you know, interaction at the office.
0: Yeah, that would be uh, fun. You never know what you're going to get. Is there one thing that most people don't know about your job?
1: (laughs) Well, I usually tell people that because they come into the office with this concept like you might experience on HGTV. And uh, I jokingly tell them, you know, I wish HGTV HGTV would bring a camera down here because they don't see on TV people climbing into, you know, haylofts and barns, you know, Mm -hmm. with cobwebs or rodents or animals or crawl spaces under basements. So we're not wearing suits and dresses and whatnot in this business in our area. We're pretty... You know down to earth small town folks.
0: do you have any advice for students who are interested in going into real estate?
1: Well, I guess my the, 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 probably the most important thing that I would suggest is that uh, you find a place where you know people and people know you. Um, over the years, people have asked well why why are you having an office in Wells? Why are you selling in Easter and East and Freeborn and Bryceland and Walters and, and rural properties in this area. It's because I know the people here. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up here, I went to school here, my mom still lives here in town. Um, and sure, there are bigger commission checks, no doubt in Mankato and Rochester and the Twin Cities. Uh, but again, there are houses to sell here, there are people that need help here. And uh cost of living is reasonable here, so you don't need to make those big commission checks and you can live pretty comfortably as long as you're willing to put the work in.
0: Awesome. So you alluded to my next question and that answer. Um, what made you come back to the USC or southern Minnesota area?
1: And the reason I came back was because to me it was familiar, uh, cost of living was low. Um my mom was still here and I knew she needed some help or was going to need some help over time. Um, and and again, I could work a part-time job, you go to real estate school, get this, this whole business started. Uh, and I guess 23, 24 years later, uh, here we are. And uh, I, I guess just like any job, there are days you come home thinking that was great. Uh, and then there are days where you come home thinking, what else might be better for me? But uh, <laughs> as long as the first outweighs the second uh, uh, annually, uh, I you know I just keep coming back and get up the next day and, and start all over again.
0: And that was Brad Hagen, owner and broker at Brad Hagen Realty in Wells, Minnesota. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Throughout the rest of the episodes, we'll be exploring different careers. If there are any that you would like to know more about, please let me know. You can send them directly to emily.davis at c-e-d-a-u-s-a dot com. Thank you for listening and have a great day.